What up? What's up, baby? How you doing? Not too bad, dude. How about you? Uh, making it. Making it. A couple days. You know, what can you do? Yeah. Uh, especially with what you fucking do, man, I can imagine. Yeah, it's all been like outside stuff. Like it's been, but I don't, I'm here for 48. So it makes it worse whenever like outside stuff that I need to be not here for mm-hmm. is occurring, you know? So I'm here today and tomorrow. And yeah, dude, that sucks. Yeah. But you have to work. All right. Yeah, I went and I, I I did this so uh I could uh be off my birthday. So nice. It works. It'd be like the, I think it's like one of the first birthdays I've had off. So and it seems stupid, but <laughs> it's nice. It's the little things, man. Yeah, it really is. Scott, are you are you are you here? Yeah, can you hear me? I can. Yeah, look at that. Cool. So first. Nope, now we lost you. No, that sounds about right. I was I was I was asking Jess, can you make the light not pink, please? Our 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 light is a smart light and I don't have access to the the app. I don't know why I don't. And uh so that's better. Oh. 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 That's uh like a sexy light, like the red. We need some stripper lighting in here. I like it. That's good. That's good. Thanks, sweetie. Yeah, that's really setting the mood right there. Yeah. I'm guessing Zach's working. Yeah, Zach's at work. (laughs) You said he has a 48. He's got a pull. So. Oh. Gross. Gross. Yeah, that doesn't sound fun. I've done a couple of those. Is that ice cream? Oh no, it's <laughs> <laughs> it so cream. much cooler. Yeah. <laughs> I would die for some fucking ice cream, dude. God, when's the last time I even had some? Like a legit. There, there's this one Montana brand of ice cream out here. It's called a Wilcoxons. It's literally, I don't care where you are, everybody has it. It is so damn good, dude. There's there's this one. It's called, um, oh god, what is it? What is it called? Uh, I don't know, but it's like it's like the cinnamon one. It has like graham crackers in it. They had it in mm. our um, freshman cafeteria when I was in college, dude. God, I got fat from that real quick. <laughs> I'm sure, sure. This is what I got waiting at home. Ooh, yeah. Christmas Ooh, tree little... cake, ice cream, little Debbie's, yeah. little okay. Debbie's. I'm I'm a whore for Christmas tree cakes, first of all, but then like it's literally like somebody just put a Christmas tree cake and ice cream with sprinkles and stuff, and then was like stirred it up. Oh, so good, so good. It's was amazing. it you that brought up the Christmas trees last time? Probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, don't, yeah, we don't have that up here. I've never heard of that until the last podcast. You didn't have Christmas tree cakes? No, no, I've never I never heard about it until you talked about it last time. God. I had libtard state. <laughs> <laughs> That's un-American. Oh, yeah. 
pull up a picture, dude. Like, yeah, like I, I honestly have no idea what you're talking about. Okay. Hold on. God, maybe we do. We, we just have no idea what, like, what our culture calls it. Like, I mean, Alex. I don't really know what else you call it. Like, it's Christmas tree cakes. Like, it's literally the words on there. I don't think you could, like, make up a different word for them. So that's the box that you'd see in the store. Dude, yeah, no. I, have you seen that before, Scott? No, I mean, maybe if I really look, but they're not, like, advertised at all. Yeah, no. They're everywhere. Well, yeah. everyone's just, everyone down here is just white trash, and Lil, Lil Debbie is, like, the, like, cornerstone of white trash. So, like, maybe that's it? I don't know. We've got little, we've got like the oatmeal cream pies up here. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of what, when I think of Little Debbie, that's what we've got. But I think that, and Hohos aren't Little Debbie, right? No, those are no. hostess. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Oatmeal cream sure pie is like the, the end level of white trash treats. So I think like, they got it. They even have they got oatmeal pie cereal and stuff down here. <laughs> ice cream. Like it's garbage, but they're selling it because it's got oatmeal pie on it. Like both of them are garbage. Man, but... I want to be white trash. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's dude. wild. Yeah, we don't have anything like that up here. Dude, I'm going to get so fat in Florida then. Oh, my God. This is going to be great. Yeah. It's going to be easier, bud. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah, We're getting to 300 real quick, baby. <laughs> I love blood that. Glucose, blood, blood glucose, like, 130 every morning. It's fine. It's that's what your boss coach said, right, Alex? Yeah. No, that's fine, dude. Yeah. Wake up at 110. Yeah, dude, you're good. Yeah. That's normal. Yeah, you're fine. You're fine. That's a little insulin can't fix. Yeah, dude. I, I, I remember when you said that when you were like, oh, yeah, he said it's fine. I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> Probably just cortisol. Yeah, that's all. You live and learn with coaches, man. You live and learn. That's, that's true. Just don't have three shitty ones in a row, Zach. That's all I can say. Yeah. I have, I've been, I've only had two. Well, I had one shitty one, and then I guess I had three because I had one shitty one, and then I had myself, and then I had Shane Hugley, which was even worse. So, yeah. why was Shane bad? Shane, not that we need to get into it. <laughs> but is it you? Like, do you want to go there? I don't know. It's, yeah, we we can like, talk about shitty yeah. coaching experiences. I'm all for it. I don't care. Like. I mean, this is a literal personal experience. It's not like I'm talking shit. Like, it's the facts of the matter are. Um, you know, I started with him, and, like, it was 
basically how it goes or how I went then. I don't know how he is now, but it would be like you sent your check in. I was doing it like checking on a Sunday. And so I would send my check in and like I would get a text message. I think it was Monday afternoon. It was always around the same time. Like we don't have to really dive into like the, I thought the workout plan was very vanilla, but like high volume, like you were being the gym. Like if you were cruising, you were in the gym an hour and a half, hour 45, mm-hmm. like doing everything you can to get through the workout. Um, so, I mean, we like they were vanilla. Like I didn't, I, now it's not something anywhere close to what I would give anyone or train anyone. Um, but like his, he was very high protein diet. Um, and again, like not knowing your client kind of thing. So I feel like it was another vanilla style thing. He had me eating like 225 grams of meat, like in six meals, which I just can't handle my, my digestive tract doesn't handle it. It's better now, but like back then, like I wasn't, I might've been a buck like peeled out of my mind i might have been a buck 85 buck you know 87 you know so i just didn't have the tissue to even like to to need that type you know amount of protein so what ended up happening was my gi tract got so crazy bad and again this is before like this whole year and a half of like everyone gut health gut health gut health um I just thought it was normal because I was eating a bunch of food. And so like my bloat got so bad that I couldn't wear a belt at the gym and I was in so much pain and it actually caused me to tear an umbilical hernia. After a few weeks of me explaining things to him of, you know, it's not getting better or like my bloat's still bad. It was always kind of flushed, you know, shoved off. And so like, no matter what I sent in the check-in, it would be like Monday. He texted me and it was always the same. Hey, how are you doing? Hey, I'm good. You know, so-and-so. And he'd be like, all right, well, sorry, check-in, you know, leave things the same or I'm sending you another diet. That's literally all I got. So I, Lindsay was actually working with him too at the time because it was always her dream for us to have the same coach. And God love her. Um, so she was like starting to prep with him. And we were like planning to go out to Utah to do a, do his show that all of his girls do and all this stuff. And like I tore that hernia and I wrote this like long email. I had went to the doctor. He told me I couldn't train. He told me I was going to have to have surgery possibly. Like I couldn't even sit and keep it in. Like it was bad. And, um, so I like wrote this long email out telling him all that stuff. And he texted me on Monday and was like, Hey, how's it going? And I said, well, you know, if you saw my email, it's not really going that great. He said, yeah, well, just keep things the way they are. And I was like, nah, like, nah, (laughs) he just said that. And then like, so I stopped checking in. I didn't even say anything back to him. Stopped checking in. 
And like a few a few weeks later, like a month and a half later, he te- he he was messaging Lin- message Lindsay and was like, "Hey, I haven't heard from Zach in a while." And I was like, "You can tell her tell him whatever you want." And she was like, "Yeah, he's just done with this." And he goes, "It didn't feel like you were giving him much attention, and he's you know having to have surgery or thinking about having surgery, and so he can't afford a coach right now." And he was like, "Oh, okay, we'll give him my best." Like so, like I hate him. And then to make it even worse, like Lindsay was prepping and like she was, we were four weeks out and we were not close, like four, five, no, five, maybe it was five or six weeks out, but still, we were not close. And like she texted him and was like, Hey, like, you know, I needed my suit stuff. Like, you know, are we in a good spot? Because I don't feel like I'm in a good spot. And he was like, Oh yeah, that's right. You're doing the show. And so basically he took her to no fat he he went from like we were kind of doing a little cardio to having food to basically she was eating a, a she was eating 60 grams of pro 60 or 70 grams of protein a veggie and no fats and that was her her um her plan for her meal plan at six i think it was five or six weeks out and he bumped her to two hours of cardio a day like that and she tried and it was just a basic crash and burn scenario of her saying that she had to back out and we ended up having to cancel everything because we were flying out there and all this stuff and it was just an absolute fiasco and my wife is she's amazing at writing emails that are like so sincerely sweet, but make you feel like the big, biggest piece of shit on the planet. And she wrote one of those to him. And oh, it's so great. I still have it somewhere. It like literally, it was like like one of those sit-downs you talk to have with your mom where you just feel like I'm just she's so disappointed in you in every way, but you know it was your fault, and you feel really that she's totally right. It was like just perfect. And so I haven't haven't spoke to him since then but anytime that name is brought up just like steer clear bud <laughs> anyone anyone but there you know so but i mean it, it's ridiculous yeah. the amount of money that he makes and the amount of people that he's like you know with shows and stuff like it people say that you know and i'm not people say that you know like politics and stuff aren't there but you can't tell me that they aren't whenever he doesn't do much at shows unless it's at, you know, universe or something mm-hmm. like that. And all of a sudden he gets 10 pros. Like, not saying that they weren't good, you know, but it just seems odd. Mm. But that is some horseshit. Wow. Yeah. So that's that's my Shane Hughley story. <laughs> yeah. It's the fact that there's so many fucking people like that out there that just keep getting away with that shit. You know what I'm saying? 100%. 100%. Did he have you in a contract or anything? No. And that was the crazy shit, too. It is like, and I've heard this from other clients and stuff, is that like he doesn't even have it as a renewal thing or he didn't used to. Like, I knew one of the girls that was with him for three years and she paid him one time for six months. Like he's got so much business, he can't even keep up with people paying him, which is just, you know, mind blowing. 
Yeah. Yeah, no, th- no, thank you. I mean, I get the money, but like, fuck that. Like, that's oh, yeah. No, bit. I'm not saying that that's. Yeah. But I'm in this for wanting this to be. But like, yeah. to be able to tell me that you, if there's one, I'm sure there's multiple, but you're bringing in so much a month that you don't notice $1,500. Or, you know, over a three year period, that's five grand. You know, like, yeah. I mean, uh, that's that, that just means like if you put that on a scale, that means that it has to be, you know, pushing 50 to 100 K a month for that not to even be a face, you know, which is just insane. It's insane. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah. What gets me with coaches is like big coaches or big coaching conglomerates like that is when they have people under contract. Where it's like, oh, you got to sign this contract for you know six months or a year, and it's like, why do you for a bodybuilding thing where you're trying to help someone? Why the fuck do you have to have them under contract? Like, you know what I mean? Like, and then it's I get it if you pay up front, but it's like if the only option is to pay monthly, but then you're in a contract, and if you leave, yeah, yeah, like what? Like that's just stupid. Yeah, that's I don't know. I have like a I I have like a written or I did with district where um yeah like it's a three month you know contract but i like never held anybody to that shit no it's yeah it is more of just for like hey man give me 12 weeks to see if we can make something happen you know by 12 weeks i know if we're gonna work or not you know and there's no point in me wasting your money or my time you know yeah yeah i do like a expectation thing like when i when i send it to people of like uh what i'm kind of looking for but i never do like a contract or anything but yeah. like some contracts i've seen where it's like oh if you do this or do this or do this it's like like it's just i i bodybuilding is very serious all three of us take it very seriously but it's mm-hmm. not it doesn't need to be a like a life hobby thing End yeah day, this is a hobby <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah it's super cool that i can help support my family and do something that i love to do and help people out in the process i mean that's freaking amazing but this is a hobby like you know even i mean i'm not big or anything but hopefully like if if i'm ever am like you're still going to expect that there's going to be this and you know through the whole thing because it is a hobby this is a luxury you know and yeah. i mean people fall i've lose people during holidays well they this that's money that they probably want to spend on their family like i, I get that shit you know yeah mm-hmm yeah, the key the key take takeaway is that it's a freaking luxury, man. Yeah, hundred percent. Not everybody gets to fucking do this shit. No, hundred you know percent. Like there's there's freaking kids that can't even have anything. I'm just over here just mowing mowing down yeah. rice five times a day. You know what I'm saying? Right. This is a point, by the way. Six McGriddles in the morning, like yeah, that's <laughs> right. It was five, but yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's you not know, a luxury. That that that's important. We need that. <laughs> that. That is important. We need that. I need that. Yeah. I, I think I I honestly think that's what gave me my migraine. I got my second migraine I've ever had in my entire life on Monday night, the day after I had those six or five McGriddles, and it was like a full. It started like here. I texted uh, my wife Monday night. I was like, I think I'm getting a migraine, and the next day my whole body like just felt sore. 
And yeah, I think uh, my body just rejected the McDonald's that I had first McDonald's in like seven years. <laughs> it was just oh, like, no, no, no. MSG. That image yeah, probably. Be there, bro. probably. It's because you didn't have six. You stopped at five. That's why. Yeah. 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 Dude, I, I got to four. I have four pretty good. And then the fifth one I kind of saved for like about an hour later. And then I yeah, finished that, that one. I was like, I was like, there's no way I can get to six. Like, there's no way. So, yeah, I didn't. That's that's why. If I got to six, maybe that migraine would have turned into like a. Your ears. Like a, yeah, my. <laughs> yeah, or like a stroke. Yeah, it would have turned into a stroke. But I, I would have thought that I was like hallucinating because it was so great. But I'm actually just like stroking out on the fucking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I still need to do a McGriddle this week. I'm slacking. Yeah, you do. McGriddle a day keeps the doctor at bay, right? <laughs> I got to get that BG number back up. It's getting too low. That's right. With the with the hot cake sauce or the hot cake syrup. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No. No. Oh, stop it. Sorry. Geodes. We left Geode all day. We had like a recital, and so now he's being a pain in the ass is it snowing there at all alex sorry that's my add brain but dude so it's actually hit record highs this entire time it's been like 60 degrees what the fuck yeah it's been weird like it like we had a pretty pretty decent blizzard at like i think like beginning of october or like middle of october ever since then it's been like 50 60 sunny it's been super. It's super fucking weird, dude. Typically, it's like zero or like towards the beginning of January. It's like negative ten, negative twenty. You just you hate your life. It's but, trying to play with your mind. This is mind games. In your head, you're like, you know what? It's actually not that bad living up here. It's kind of just sixty <laughs> degrees. I can deal with this. Hey, it's man, we can stay here. Yeah, it's fine. It's not that bad. <laughs> Well, watch. We'll try. We'll 100%. try leaving. We'll get all the U-Haul packed up, and it'll be a fucking blizzard out or something. Oh, hands down. It's all. This is your fault that is happening. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> but last year was the year it got down to like negative thirty, and then a day later was up to like positive thirty. Right? Yeah, that was, like nuts. was yeah. That was yeah. absolutely nuts. That fucked up a lot of shit. Yeah. You want to see you want to see some pipes get fucked up? That's how you fuck up some pipes, dude. Yeah, I remember there was a good amount of flooding, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh fuck yeah, that's right. Like the Yellowstone flooded last year too, and everything. That was that was freaking nuts. Or Zach, dude. Or I don't know if you ever saw pictures of that, but like our whole our whole entire farm, dude. It was it was literally beachfront property outside my door. No way. That's crazy. Like to like the cow, like we had to go try and move some cows and shit They're up to your chest, dude. It was it was absurd. Jesus. And the ri- the rivers, the like melting, good... the snow melting on the mountains. Yeah, dude. That's Literally, great. it was it was wild. We live like a good half a mile, if if not more, away from the river, dude. And like, I shit you not, up to my fucking chest. Holy Firehouse. God. Yeah. That was wild. And then did I ever tell you about my? Uh, did I ever tell you about my water my water rescue flood thing that I had when I was a firefighter for like three months? I don't think so. So 
so I was, I was at a volunteer department up North here and, uh, I had been a firefighter for like four months and this was like January, 2020. And, uh, everyone was out doing a training. And so it was me and the fire chief out there at the time on shift. Cause it was such a small department. Um, and the fire chief, he was a cop before he didn't have any like fire experience as far as I'm aware of. And so it was me and him. He's yeah. The fire chief. Oh, cool. And okay. yeah. <laughs> and there was, it, it, we had this flood and the nooksack flooded and there was just obviously water everywhere and someone got swept away into a berry field. And so we, we drove the engine out into the water on the road. Like in the water was like up to my hip. Like we, so we drove the engine out. We, used because we didn't have a water rescue boat or anything we grabbed one of the neighbor's boats down the street tied it onto the engine with non-life safety rope and i lowered the fire chief down to with the rope like down to the dude who was in the berry field and the water was rushing like 15 20 miles an hour and i'm standing there in my bunker pants which is what obviously you don't do that and you know rushing water and we finally got the dude and obviously the dude wanted to get, he was freaking out. So he wanted to get out of the boat and almost flip the boat over. And it was just, it was, we did all the things that they say, do not fucking do in any sort of water rescue or any sort of firefighting book where it's like, Hey, don't put on your, no, don't wear bunker gear in rushing water. Don't do non-life safety rope on your neighbor's fucking boat. We ended up getting the guy. So it was great, but it was like, we did like, all the th- and I was like four months in, and I'm not going to say, "Hey, I'm not comfortable with this to the fire chief," but oh, we, yeah. we got we 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 got the guy, so it's like not you know, yay, but still, like looking back, it's like we that was really dumb. He was stupid. Yeah, well, that's kind of the fire service. It is. <laughs> <laughs> it it sure. as long as it's you can have you'll get back, and somebody will be like, "Hey, that was stupid." And yeah, they'll be like, "It worked," so it works. nobody. Cares. But. Yeah, yeah, but did yeah, you? Die? That was a good time. But but like in that moment, like, what else are you gonna do, man? Like that's true, and that's not your fault. Like you've been in for a little while, like, and your fire yeah. chief is, yeah. So like he doesn't know what he's doing. Like swift water rescues, like that's a that's hard. Like all that yeah. stuff, ridiculously hard. And like that, I suck. Like knots and pulleys and all that stuff. Like yeah, I I'm suck. so mad at that. Tie yeah. a lot, boy. Tie a lot, because I yeah. Um, yeah, I tried to get better, but I don't. My CTE, I guess. I don't know. I cannot remember to tie knots. Like, I'll go. I'll like go to a rope. I like. I've taken two rope classes now, and I literally start over every time I go to another rope class. They're like, "You don't know how to do a figure eight? And I'm like, "Yeah, kind. I'm sure. I'll figure it out." Like, so I mean, it got the job done. That's that's that was like. I got in trouble, like one of the classes, the road classes I took, like, cause they're like doing the simulation and this person's down in this ravine. And it's like, it's pretty steep, but like no part of me in any point would have been like, all right, we need to set up a, a three-way pulley system and we need to lower me down and then bring the Stokes basket. And, you know, like let's strap them in the Stokes basket and then we'll get a, we'll convert over to a Z rig and pull them up. And like all this other stuff, I just would walk down there and grab the person and walk them back up. Like, I'll just carry them. Like, it's fine. Like, if you want to tie a rope to me, like, here, I'll put a rope around my, you know, stomach. Like, it's cool. You know, like, 
And so like, I was like, we're staying there like for like 15 minutes. And I'm like, dude, this is stupid. Like I could have already gone and got the person. And so I just tied a rope around my neck or around my stomach and like tossed the rope to my buddy. It was, it was life safety rope at least. And just w- started walking down <laughs> and like the, the uh, instructor lost his mind. And so I almost failed, but I didn't fail. So it was cool. Awesome. C plus. Yeah, right? <laughs> Ass is a pass. Yeah, dude. I was at a station with a bunch of really good rescue techs um, when I was uh, down south. And I, I'm horrible with knots. And I'm horrible with all that stuff. And I would try to help them with their drills and stuff. And, you know, it's pretty basic knots, but they'd be like, do this and this. I'm like, yeah. I, I, it's one of the things you, I think there's like two people. Like you either get knots. And all that systems, or you don't like. I don't. There's not like a middle where I'm like I'm okay at it. Like you're either really yeah. good or you're just terrible. Yeah. Like I don't. The dots don't connect. Yeah. No, the, all these fucking farmers know all these different knots, dude. I'm just like, uh, just carabiner it. Well, we're good. <laughs> we'll be fine. Too many good farmers. Muscles, that's about it. I know how to move shit. That's 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 all I'm used for. Just wrestle freaking cows to the ground. That's about it. That and my good looks. As uh, it goes without saying, right? It's the mustache. Yeah, your your mustache at the at the gay Starbucks we go to, dude. <laughs> it's it's getting bad, dude. So so some of these guys like this. This I literally ordered the these coffees today, and this guy's like. So what are you doing with the rest of your day? I'm like, the fuck, dude? I just want my Americana. I'm like, I was, I'm just going to go home and try and have a good day. Well, I hope you have a really great day. Here you go. I'm like, either I look like I'm depressed or like dudes love me or you something. Like Jack you look like Jack, Jack Freddie Mercury. Mm-hmm. It, I, that's what I'm saying, dude. It's got to be the mustache. Oh, it's hundred percent. I mean, that's mustache has been the, um, you know, kind of calling card since since the eighties. So, I'm just glad you it's finally tried. We tried to make it manly, but it still is the number one calling card. Yeah, I, so I mean, like, I don't get hit on by women, so I'm like, you know, it's a win. I got dudes now. We'll be good. I'm already married. Yeah, I'll take no. them. <laughs> I feel like it's a positive. I feel like it's a positive. I personally. Like to know that I always have options. Like I'm not saying I'm going to go down that path, but you know, maybe in five years, that's what I might want. And you know, I could go either way. Sexuality is a spectrum. Got them both ways. You know, I just feel like you can look at this negative, or you can look at it positive. You know, dudes want me too. Great. You know, if I ever think about sucking a dick, I'm sure there's one right on the corner. Exactly. Exactly. Take notes, Scott. (laughs) Take notes, dude. That's right. You're still young. That's right. You got to figure this out. Yep. Well, <laughs> unfortunately, I'm married, so I don't think I'll be sucking any dicks anytime soon. Just gave me a very big glare on that one. <laughs> <laughs> probably uh, starting a never. sentence with, yeah, probably with a starting a sentence with, unfortunately, I'm married doesn't really go very well. No, that didn't go well. <laughs> <laughs> 
We love you, Jess. Don't worry. They say they love you, honey. At least, at least I do. Yeah, I do too. I don't, I don't know that I love you. He says okay. Um, <laughs> uh, dude, Zach, when's the last time you went and got a coffee somewhere? Uh, yesterday. Can you explain to me how a fucking shot of espresso with coffee is five dollars? Because man, you're paying for that good. They're paying for that goody good. Why do you it's, think that guy was flirting with you? He wanted you to come back. You know what? You're paying for the experience. You're right. <laughs> you're obviously paying for the experience. That's basically you basically are involved in kind of a escort style ring now that you've bought, you know, because you were buying his attention. Okay. So that's a form of prostitution. No, I never thought I would find prostitution at my local grocery store or Starbucks, but hey. You know, I did my final in criminology in college about how everyone uh, was involved in some sort of prostitution because they like and like did this association with whether you take a girl to the bar and you buy her a drink. The only (laughs) only thing you're trying to do is get in your pants, get in her pants. So you're buying you're you're paying for the sex but through objects which is prostitution <laughs> and every female wants a guy to buy them drinks because they know that that's what the guy's buying them drinks so they'll sleep with them and so like i literally like went through person by person in, in the classroom in this presentation and like went through like hey in the past week is this person have have you had a man buy you a drink and they'd be like yeah and i was like prostitute my professor didn't really like that but i it was great like and there was it was dude there was zero holes in it like i had like like gotten like studies and stuff done and like you could not penetrate it was it was so true the fact like it just was how i was looking at it and like i ended up getting an a on it but she like made me stop the presentation like three quarters of the way through <laughs> awesome! Can't believe she didn't like that report. No, I mean, maybe, maybe if it was a male teacher. Be like, I don't yeah, know. Right, right. <laughs> Damn, Zach, that's two teachers that don't like you in uh, like a span of five minutes here. So, hey, I, I've always, I never really had many that did. I only <laughs> had one. You're only just had thinking one. outside the box, dude. Yeah. I only had one, but that's not a story for this podcast. <laughs> uh, oh well, look, look, look who we got here. We got the freaking national level coach in here now. Yeah. Oh hell. Oh hell. <laughs> top top five in the nationals. Top five, baby. I'm, I'm not. I'm not dropping anymore. I've got a chauffeur. I've hired her. You know, we're good to go. <laughs> Big time in now. Yep, Mister Big Time. Yeah. Pick up 13 <laughs> clients on the way home. Yeah. <laughs> How was it? It was good. It, 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 that was probably the best run show I think I've ever been a part of. Um, just organization-wise, how they moved through everything. I thought we weren't going to get out of finals till like 10 o'clock. 
they finished finals in like two and a half hours and we were out of there Damn. like the entire women's finals it was oh, it was impressive but uh it was a lot of fun S- stressful but fun you did it great you did great buddy wasn't bad wasn't bad I mean, fuck, dude, top four for your first national show, that's fucking badass, man. Yeah, I will, especially, like I said, where we started in, when we started in November, where, and I was like, oh, well, we're not going to go, and we ended up there, I'll take that all damn day, so, um, and she had it, like, I hate when they're upset, if they're upset, I'm upset, and once she settled in and, like, it reality struck, then, uh, then I was good, but. She definitely got off stage upset, and I tried to steer that like positively, and it took a little bit of time, but she came around and she's happy. Well, it's just a big, like, just because I know some intricacies of what's occurred in the past four weeks, like, I don't think she, I think that she could have finished dead last or first, and it'd have been this kind of the same reaction. I feel like it was such an adrenaline dump like all the way around, like I'm sure that nothing could have been right, you know? Dude, post pre-judging, I, she took like a three-hour nap. Like just everything crashed. Like I fed her and she went to bed and just like, I was messaging Preston because I went back to the show. I had a bikini girl I was helping, uh, not my client, but I was just helping out a little. And uh, she, he kept messaging me. He's like, dude, she is out like cold. That that adrenaline just all dumped and she was ready to sleep. That shit. That's the. But best. she's also she's highly competitive too. So I mean, anyone that's highly competitive, you don't get the result that you're looking for or want, then you're a little upset. At least at, at the moment. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. But I just I hopefully she's learned or come to terms with like how big that was like your first national show you won your overall this year like been a big year it's huge yeah well that's why i tried to like uh as soon as she got off stage and was upset i was like you do realize like this is the biggest national show of the year and you just got top four we thought maybe third like you were that you're two spots away from what would be a pro card spot like you're that damn close in one year. We we just started last December. We're we're yeah. we're a year in here. Like yep. this is that's a hell of a first year for for anyone. Um, and I think like once she calmed down, got off stage, and got like it took like thirty minutes, and she like came to terms with it, and was like very ha- she's very happy at this point. Um, it just took a little bit of time, but anytime any of my athletes get off stage or. And I'm sure all of you guys too. Anytime they get off stage and they're upset, you're immediately upset. You're like, well, fuck, they're upset. I'm upset. So once that cleared, we were good. Yeah. How uh, how did Berzikot's people do? I haven't seen any updates or anything. I don't know if you guys know. Um, yeah, I, I don't think they went the okay. way that. Um, yeah. They, I don't think it was what he wanted. Okay. Yeah. I know you had yeah, a kind of. So I watched all the guys today. Go ahead, go ahead, Kyle. I oh, had a petite no. girl get third or fourth, and uh, he had uh, he had a bikini girl that I think got second or third callouts. 
And then Zach watched Tavish today. I didn't get to see Tavish go. Oh, yeah. How'd Tavish do? He uh, was on the outside of second callouts. Fuck. Um, I'll do, I mean, you know, it's a live stream. Um, I they I feel like the judging was kind of inconsistent at times. Um, I don't know, super the either whoever was first or second. There was two guys, you know, obviously two guys split in the middle. One of them <laughs> had a saggy ass, like straight up, and I really don't think that it was would have been that much better in person, like because the other guy you could see, like the other guy that was in the top two, like he was diced. But like the guy next to him that they had in top two, like legit, he was hard as nails from the front and looked really good. But when he turned to his back, like his ass was literally like he had fat underneath his ass. Yeah. Like, damn. I don't know if it was like just poor Pete, but the way he was everywhere else, I would just say that, that may have been his problem spot. But I don't know. It was just the first call out was odd. There was a couple that I kind of saw coming, but then like they had one guy in there that I felt was really small. Like he was in shape, but he didn't have like a great aesthetic shape. In my opinion, he's got very narrow clavicles and he looked like a light heavy compared to everybody else. Um, hmm. But like he was in first call outs and then like everyone else in second, like Tavish, like I'm sure it was, he's kind of has that Ian Vier effect where he looks better in person. So I know that. I know how fucking inside out he was. Um, and he's just gargantuan. Like, he's so wide. I have, like, he has to turn to go through doorways. Like, if you saw the yeah. story I posted, he's walking. Like, he is this wide. Like, he is legit this wide. Mm-hmm. And he just, I felt like he was just gargantuanly bigger than a lot of people that were in that call out. But there was like eight folks in the call out and he was on the far end. So I just I was watching the judge's head and then unless they were peering with their eyes, which they couldn't because it was too far over. They just never looked over that way to, to move him forward, in my opinion. But, Damn. you know, I don't I don't want to say that, you know, he was overlooked or I'm not going to play that game. I just thought the judging was kind of weird today. Um uh, even in classic, I was looking at some stuff and I'm like, Grant, I'm not there. So maybe it's different in person. Uh, I will say the like, I don't know how it came across on the live stream. I took one, I took one photo of Tanya in pre-judging and I just put my phone away. I was yeah. like, it's, it's not, it's not worth it. Like they were, they, with that led backdrop, it looked like absolute junk. It didn't do her any justice to like what she looked like on like, I mean, Zach saw the pictures that I was sending. Like, if I sent one from the stage, it looks like she's just like uh, washed out, watery, like nothing yeah. looked good. So I just put my phone away. I wasn't going to take another photo. So I don't know how it came across in the live stream, but yeah. I know it probably wasn't doing the justice of like some. Like, uh, I saw a picture of uh, Anton, that guy from Classic, that was posted. Uh, someone took it from, I don't know if it was the crowd or what, but he looked like smooth as a damn seal. And then someone posted a backstage shot of him flexing, and I was like, "He is not smooth. He is fucking ripped." Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think it was the just, live stream. But, it could, but like some of the people I was watching stand next to each other, and it could just be skin texture because you know some people have that super thinner skin, thicker skin. And it could have mm-hmm. been that, and just 
mixed with the lighting. But like you'd have two people standing next to each other and one is like just dick skin and the other one just smooth. And you're like, how are they comparing these two people, especially when they're in the middle of the first call outs? Like, I just like, what are we comparing off of? I just felt like that that yeah. was there was so much difference where because usually you're like, OK, well, everybody's out of shape, maybe, you know, but then there's like this like downward slide as you go through the call outs where I felt yeah. like in some of the call outs, it was like every other one or, you know, two of the six or three of the the seven, you know, were like just didn't look. You turn around the back and they're like, what is this? Like they'd be hard up front and then, you know, from the back. And maybe it was just maybe they were inching on the line and it was some down lighting that was doing it. But it was just weird. And they wasn't like they would change when they'd move spots, you know. But again, it's still a fucking live stream. I'm I'm definitely no judge. And I'm definitely looking at a 13 inch uh, computer screen. So well, even in person, though, we we bought VIP tickets. I was first row VIP, like as close as you could possibly get to the stage. Now, the judges are still probably another 10 feet in front of me, but there were definitely some worth of females yesterday where all of us looked at each other and we're like, really? Like, yeah. how did how did that person just beat that person? And you're just like wondering what what I, did I overlook something or what yeah. are they picking or what I, like trying to figure out what what they were using for their decision basis yesterday. Um, I don't think there was a ton of misses, but there were definitely several people that we looked at and we're like, wait, how? Um yeah. And again, I don't know if that's the 10, 15 foot back that we were from the stage that things were different. But in person, I agree with you. There were definitely some decisions made where I looked and I was like, I mean, like you said, I'm not a judge, but I, I, I can look at things. And like, yeah, I, I can look at like because, you know, it kind of is my job to, to hopefully send people in the direction that the judges, you know, want. But what are you? Like, yeah. What are you looking for at that point? That, like, yeah. You know, and nationals, they always say show up fucking peeled and you'll be rewarded. So, yeah, but there were definitely right. some where I looked at and I was like, you are not yeah. peeled, but you're getting rewarded here. Yep. That was kind of what I felt too. But, you know, I don't know. It was huge. There was, and I, again, I, there was 40 dudes in every class today. Every Stacked. class. Like, Dude, fuck. There were so many people and they were, yeah. Bikini so I can't imagine looking girls. at all those people. Like, I just can't. There was a bikini class eight or whatever it was. I was like, and there's probably like 30 girls in each class. Like, bikini yep. fucking eight. Like, as a judge, how do you look at that and be like, eventually at some point by the second call, you're just like putting people next to each other and being like, fucking go. Like, just, just go. Yes. And that's how you make it like a two and a half hour show when you have 500 competitors. You're just like, Go, go, next, 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 right? Like, the first call out, sure. But everything else is like, oh, it's fine. Yep. When they were doing those first comparisons for, like, Bikini Class D, they would just bring, like, 10 girls on stage at once, spin them around once or twice, and then they introduced them individually after. But they pulled, like, a line of 10 girls out, and I was like, okay. I pulled a line of 10 girls out, and I was like, okay. And then it got past the third line, and I was like, how many phone lines do we have? They had 50 girls on stage for bikini class. It was either D or E. And I was like, 
I texted Matt, I was like, this is, uh, this is gonna be, you have to go through 50 girls individually and then five call outs. Like, it, bikini took hours. That's wild. Hi, buddy. Hi. I think I took Tanya back at, I think it was 1 30 to like go take a nap, look at her one more time and feed her. And I came home with our bikini, the bikini girl I was helping was, uh, a H or no, she was F. So right before the end or G sorry, G, she was right before the end. And, and we, uh, we got back at 4 PM Damn. and we left at the start of bikini. I, I will say I, I, this is the first year I kind of paid attention to bikini a little bit. I kind of liked the direction that it was going. Like it actually looked kind of like bikini again to me and not super like overly hard. Like it's been the last couple of years and it might just be because it's a amateur level show still, but it looked better a little bit this year. I don't know how it looked, in person, uh, but they rewarded some of that softer look. Like I think the girl that ended up winning the overall had not, I don't want to say soft. She was still fairly hard, but there were definitely some harder girls on stage, but they still were for being that hard. I, in my opinion, they were still rewarded. Um, for coming in hard. Um, but I think that they just gave, I think they gave the overall to something that fit more of like their mold of the direction they, they say they want to go. Um, but the, the, the hardness was not, it wasn't like, Oh, you're too hard. You're not, you're not first or second. It, it, they definitely rewarded it. Huh. Hmm. Apparently but you had to have, like, it wasn't, you couldn't just be hard. You had to have like the hardness plus the the shape that they're looking for. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's what I saw with a lot of the classic guys today was like shape was a really big deal. Like maybe they weren't as hard, but like, and that's classic in general, I guess. But like there were some guys up there that's like, oh, the condition wasn't as great, but like their shape was fucking ridiculous. And that's what's crazy about classic is like these people that are coming out of the woodwork that have like this big of waist and like ginormous shoulders. Did you see yeah. the light heavy the that light heavy the black dude who um he was like one of the third or fourth to come out who literally his shoulders were like so wide like he was insane um he wasn't very big and I think he got a second call outs but like his shoulder to waist ratio was one of the craziest things I've ever seen I think I, I sent you the video didn't I Kyle yeah, I, I agree with you. He is wide as a brick shit house for as small as he is. Cause like you expect to see that on like a six two dude, but you don't expect to see it on someone with that small of a frame. <laughs> and then that tiny of a waist to like back it up. And like it doesn't even do it justice on here. We'll see if I can stop it. So you can kind of see when he hits his back double how wide he is. Oh damn, look at that waist. But his what waist is not existent, and like he and has back huge to come cap out, shoulders. Like, that dude's gonna be dangerous <laughs> in a few years. Jeez. Jeez, I didn't see if he, I didn't see if he did classic, but you can like see him walk up. Like I missed the when he walked up, but he was so wide. He has these like you can see his shoulders are so capped, and he was so wide and so small. Like it was wild. Like he walked out and I was like, holy crap. Like, I don't know if he did classic or not, but 
because I missed up. some of it. I was trying to do a functional workout. And um <laughs> uh but he was nutty. Like it was crazy to see. Hey puppy. Yeah, he's being a fucking psychopath right now. He just like he just we, love dad. We were gone all day. And so he's just like, pay attention to me. And yeah, he's just all over me. Hi, Brett. <laughs> <laughs> it's my chauffeur. Yeah. I had to see the puppy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's like, dog. okay, now I'm interested. You guys are talking about dogs. <laughs> uh, oh, wiener and food talk and bodybuilding. She's like, ah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, My dog's sitting in yeah. there fucking Seinfeld right now. Nice. Dude, oh Good taste. God. Hold up. If y'all can see this shit. Can I see him just fucking down there? It's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, that's what I thought. What a uh, Kyle, did you see anyone, you know, like at every national show there's always someone that shows up like incredibly out of shape like there's that big dude like three years ago that was like 300 pounds and like clearly didn't diet at all was there anyone like that this year i i mean i only went to the girl show so i can't i uh, can't and i didn't get to watch the live feed today because i was moving around too much and it was just not worth buying um but the girls I, there wasn't anyone that was like holy shit like how did you even get here but there were definitely a couple that were like didn't just miss conditioning by a little bit or a, like they missed conditioning pretty decently. Like, hey, you had like 15 pounds to lose, but it wasn't like the 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 one dude on stage. I think it was from last year or whatever that was like 300 pounds, like nothing yeah. that that grotesque. But I mean, definitely people that I, I don't know what they were thinking coming. <laughs> there were some definite dudes today that I, I questioned what went through their head. There wasn't any yeah. like guys, but no, nothing grotesque. But somewhere I'm like, why? Why did you come here today? <laughs> yeah. And, oh. did, and did you actually win a show? If you won a show, like, and who told, like, who told you this was a good idea? <laughs> That's the bigger one I want to know. Like, who, who was your counselor? Yeah, and you're going to go kill it. You always see that with all like those bodybuilder guys, like a dude will just go do that shit. I would love to see just like a bikini athlete show up like 200 pounds, just absolutely <laughs> dude. <laughs> this, this is probably this is probably gonna sound pretty bad, but at the last <laughs> show, uh, here we go. I love things that start like this. <laughs> <laughs> at the last show that I coached, and I was coaching a bikini girl there. And I was like talking to her. We're kind of looking around. There was a not just like a couple. There was a few girls there where it's like their gut was hanging over their like their number. And I was like, I don't know what your guys' opinion on it is. I feel like in the nightly check, the the night before check in, they should have like judges in training that look at certain people and like, I'm sorry, like we're we're gonna put you in a different. And it's not like it was like a transformation category. It was like open, and I get it. It's a regional level show. But it's one of those things where it's like, come on, man, like, can we not do this, please? Like, I, I don't know. But it was just like, sometimes, like, it's just like, what, what's going on? What's going through the mind right yeah. now? You just got to take a caliper test before before they let you on stage. 
Right. I mean, I wouldn't be against that. Like, I, I, I mean, I wouldn't. I, I, granted, look, you don't know where anybody's come from, and I always try to preach that as a coach, you know, whenever you don't, like, knock knock it out of the park, you know, but you look back and I'm like, holy crap, we lost 60 pounds, bro. Or, you know, like, we did all these things. But I still feel like I, I've – I don't know. I've been the guy that didn't belong on stage and it sucked. Like, yeah, you know, I, and I don't ever want ever to have my clients ever to feel that way. Um, and so like, I don't know, like I'd be like, but like from a, from a promoter standpoint, I don't understand like how you can look at that as, as being like, I don't know how to approach that, but how you can look at it as being good for your, show you know yeah right and i get it if it's like like you just said like if man we lost 60 pounds and like that, that's still something to be proud of but that's yeah. not what bodybuilding is right exactly. like it's like wow that's great it's a good goal but like as a coach i've told my clients this i'm never going to put you on stage if you're going to be embarrassed to be up yes. there right like 100%. like you just said i've been the guy like my first show I was six five and two hundred and ten pounds on stage, and I was like, I was I was nineteen, but there like I shouldn't have been there. And I I as a coach, I'm never gonna put someone out there that's like, let's say we're three weeks out and I know we're not gonna get there. I would tell someone, I'm like, I'm sorry, like let's do another show later. Like, you know, we've done we've done, let's say we've done everything. Like, I just I feel like that's just not what bodybuilding is. It's like, oh yeah, I lost sixty pounds. Like that's not what it is. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Scott, you should have told me that when I did that. I I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, coaching at the time, and yeah, well, a, a good friend would have said that, but it's like that Homelander meme I shared today. Like, I you can see your fucking slug. girdle. I can see your fucking girdle get off the fucking stage. Um. Yeah, speaking of which, like with bad coaches, um, don't do a seven week prep after your honeymoon. And yeah. then, keto, yeah, that was keto prep. No, yeah, it was prep. great. Keto, keto prep coach. That, that guy was fantastic. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Element, like the electrolyte packet stuff. No. No. Like the, elect- the elemental diet or whatever? No, no. The, the like salt packets, electrolytes. Elementi, like Elementi, and yeah, yeah Elementi. Mm-hmm. She's not paying attention. Oh, Biggie. Yeah, hey. he's not really excited that I'm home. No, he's looking for mom. Yeah, he's already he's already done with this shit. <laughs> mom brought him outside. He's really not happy that it's cold. If you put on a fucking sweater. He does need his hosting sweater. Dude, your your face has more hair than your dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, this is gonna sound super. Uh, it's kind of homo, but it's it's straight. Uh, do you what do you do for your beard? It's like uh, uh, my yeah. Like, I what do you do every week? <laughs> 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 yeah, I uh. So my family, like, dad doesn't have a beard. No one, no one really in my family, grandpa, none of them have, uh, have beards. And I think, uh, when I started diving into those waters, I got a beard and that's really all I've done. And then I just get it 
crib so I don't look homeless. That's about it. Do you with you don't have to name the particular drugs, but are there any drugs that you notice that you grow more facial hair with? No. Mm-mm. When I was taking and Alex knows when I was taking uh, some of the DHT, like the Primo or Masteron, I grew so much facial hair, like so fast, like before I ever have in my entire life. I had my depression beard last year that I didn't keep trimmed. <laughs> And it was just like, and it grew like way faster than it ever had before. It was fucking weird. Primo makes the hair like I start shedding out of my like head when I take Primo. Oh, it did that, but it like out here was it off my head. My hair was receding, but like this grew like <laughs> crazy. <laughs> On Ace, Ace uh, makes my beard black. Like it, huh. my normal color is like a reddish brown. But like on Ace, like two weeks in, my beard is growing black. It's crazy. Wild. I have no idea I why, but it's only then. Like I like I I, I like facial because my I get get like a full like dark five o'clock shadow. Like nice. it's it was so cool. Like I like trim it in and you're like, oh wow, that scruff is legit. What are you gotta bring the handlebars back, man? Those were great. <laughs> That's uh, powerful. I like my wife being married. Like and- wife. <laughs> <laughs> uh, What'd you do? Did you come hear me with that thing? For- oh, I'm sorry. Oh, you're good. She, she just doesn't like it at all. <laughs> <laughs> There's a. I used to work for a company where I was in sales and we wore respirators when we went in attics and such. And, uh, I couldn't have a beard, but just to piss my boss off because he wouldn't let me grow a beard, I grew a mustache, and he's like, please cut that thing. And my wife also, please cut that thing. Just both of them begging me to cut the mustache so I didn't look like a pedophile, but just full fucking send out of spite. <laughs> it- I looked like I raped kids, though. It wasn't good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just because you have a beard doesn't mean you still don't do that, so I mean... <laughs> look at this. <laughs> I look better when I do it, though. <laughs> it's harder to find you in the crowd. Exactly. You see the mustache, you're like, that's the guy. That's, that's got to be the fun guy. guy. <laughs> the, the only reason I'm lucky enough to still have mine is because my sister in law owns a barber shop. And so she's like, you have to keep growing this out. I'm like, all right, sorry, Morgan. I'm just gonna keep growing this. Yeah, but there's a difference between like you have almost like that. Uh, there's like a power stash where it's like thick enough and it's got enough like density that you don't Power-bottom. look. Uh, mine's like kind of thin and doesn't have like yours is like thick. It's like the it's the Tom Selleck. That's that's the that's the what I'm looking for. Like Magnum PI. That's the mine best doesn't grow that you thick. Ever doesn't, uh, there, baby. <laughs> you're gonna go home like tell your wife like gosh like tom Selleck. <laughs> babe i'm tom Selleck. did you hear that who wants a mustache ride my uh the guy that i'm working with today my firefighter today um he has the greatest mustache ever like oh i think i saw he was yeah, you met Ryan. Yeah. Or I met him. Yeah, yeah. Powerful. Ryan has powerful. the most powerful 
powerful mustache. Got to add 50 pounds to every lift. Got to. He is just. I don't I I want to sit on it like. (laughs) (laughs) See if I can find a good one. Here's. Oh, that's a video. Damn it, Ryan. Quit posting. All right. So Zach won't sit on a dick, but he will sit on a mustache. So let's just let's just put that for the record here. Look at it, Alex. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Don't worry, baby. I'll save you a spot in Florida. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Trying to find his wife's profile. Oh, speaking of which, golly, here's him and his family, but you can see, like, it is. Oh, fuck. That's majestic. It is super. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Thick, just mm, like so good. That's delicious. That's delicious. Absolutely. (laughs) Oh, here's a good one. Like you can act, he's now he's scruffy, so it's a little harder. But you can see that thing that is just oh, it is thick, boy, dude. That is phenomenal. It it is uh gel. That's why I I, like I can't compete with that here. And then the stuff I got to put up with at the house, just like nah, be all right. Like if I can't have I can't have sex, I can't even do anything without my wife telling me I'm creepy. And then I come here, and no matter how much I try, it will never look that good. So just might as well leave it off. Fair. Not um, working against me. I like the handlebars, though. It was a good look. I felt like I played it well. It just, yeah. You know. And if it grew, if you let it grow a little bit, it would have been thick. And it was I, pretty thick whenever I, I had it last year. And she, it, it went, it was pretty good, but. It was. Uh, she protested violently. It was a long three months. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was trying to do it through like an entire prep, and I was trying to get it thick to start prep. And then she was like, "If you do that through a prep, she's like, I'm not going to be around." And I was like, "Yes, ma'am." I just, like, <laughs> Cut her yes, ma'am. Tomorrow. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> Everyone always does the mustache for classic Zach. You got to bring the you just. Straight up classic handlebars, maybe some mutton um, chops too, like some muttons to go with it. Oh, but I legit almost made, I legit almost made a post today saying that just because you have a mustache doesn't mean you shouldn't have to dye it. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> yes and no, because I just it's overplayed. Seabum. Seabun makes everything better, but he also screws everything up too. Yeah, <laughs> the amount of kids walking around in hockey jerseys that don't wear, don't play oh hockey. Oh my god! Oh, it's like that all the all of a sudden. Ugh. But the amount of mustaches I saw at the gym that everyone was lifting at this weekend, like the amount of mustaches was too high. I'm like, well, you're competing tomorrow in classic. You're competing tomorrow in classic. <laughs> Just going down the list, like this is too easy. Uh, oh, what division are you? I don't have to ask. I know you have a mustache. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be Chris Bumstead when I grow up. <laughs> I mean, I do too, but damn. 
Yeah. Poor guy. It's not even like he brings it upon himself. It just fucking happens. It seems like he doesn't even want that. Like, it just seems like he'd rather be left the fuck alone. But then it's like the, people are just like the mustache thing or like the hockey jersey thing is just they push into it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it's like he tried... to be daddy. Yeah. Well, it's like he tried doing that fucking mullet thing because, like, I guarantee you, no oh. one wants to wear a mullet. And then next thing you know, all these kids have fucking mullets, too. 100%. Daddy does it. It was quality. Oh, buddy. Yes. That's good. Yeah. Your wife did not like that. That's good. That's, I'll no, go get the paper. Good. Thing, dude. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to hear that. It's all right, man. Life's tough sometimes. I'll get over it, I guess. This was my uh, depression slash primo beard. Ooh. Uh, There's a lot of network the, in there. Go to the right yeah. or left. <laughs> That's better. Add a boy. Bring it back, but don't get depressed. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, that was in New York, and my wife said I looked like a terrorist visiting the nine eleven. Yeah, memorial. I was gonna say like I was gonna say the other side where you look like just a supreme badass that's going to hunt terrorists in Afghanistan. But yes, I can see that too. Yeah, He's the one is. that has to blend in and be one of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Team America. Uh, Durka, Durka. <laughs> oh. oh fuck! Jesus. As long as you weren't speaking Russian, I bet I bet you would have been okay. Yeah. Maybe. Yep. Maybe. So, uh, Kyle, you know, to go back to actual bodybuilding stuff, what's uh, what's your what's her name? Your competitor that you just had, Tanya. What's her plan? Is she going to take like a year? Like, what is she going to do? No, I mean, and uh, I think that I mean, with her being as close as she was, um, I don't think that. Um, and I've sent Zach a ton of pictures. I don't think that the difference, and you guys have seen some of the ones that are online. I don't think the difference between her getting first, second, or like even moving up to third. Um, but I don't think like jumping to what second, like if that same level of competition comes back, I don't think that it's with outside of our realm of possibility to have a really good off season and just show back up there in December and possibly contend for that card. Um, so as of now, unless something changes um, with her, um, I think her plan is to, she's enjoying uh, yesterday, today, um, coming back Monday, and I think she's ready to work and wants to uh, wants to dive in, catch some training sessions with me, where uh, I know what areas I want to bring up, and I think she agrees. So um, I think our our goal is to dive right back into a good off season um, and just come back in December. What is what does she got to bring up? I don't um, know the the delts, her delts just aren't as round, um, and they don't they don't cut in. <sighs> I don't know how much more weight I could have ripped off her to get those arms to pop a little bit more. Um, so I think if we just have a little more muscular development on the, on the shoulders um, and then back with, she has a little bit of a wider back, but I think it was one of the things we lost um, with, with me pulling as hard as I did at the end to try to get her as lean as I knew we needed to be for her, what I, I think you should bring to nationals. Um, we may have lost some of that back density that I know she, she had. Um, so just building that back density. So maybe we keep a little bit more of it. Um, as we get that lean again, 
Um, legs, I think her legs are good. They're strong. She has a tiny waist. She has a wide back. It's just not as dense as I think we'd like. Um, so I think mainly we're going to, of course, get judges feedback and go from there. But I think the, the two areas I see is I want to get some back density on her um, and then uh, build those shoulders up um, so that they pop a little bit harder and they're rounder. And it's going to make if I can get her shoulders wider, it's going to make her look wider and it's going to make that waist that is already pretty freaky, I think, or at least small. Um, it's just going to amplify that even more. So um, I think we're going to focus on all that and just go back in December and hope we can uh, we can scoot up into that top two. Yeah, her uh, her quads, buddy. Her quads look really good. Yeah. yeah, she gets really good quad separation, especially when she's full. They go flat, and she she holds water in them if she's not. Like I had to have her; she was pretty much laying down all day. Um, but they they grab water if she moves around a bunch. So, uh, and that's most people. But um, she, I noticed she was getting it pretty bad. So we I pretty much had her on restriction of not moving. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh... Like based on it sounds like you you pulled her down pretty good in the past month. Like I, that's why I was like, wow, her quads look really good. Especially I'm guessing doing a ton of cardio on her buttons and stuff. Like you didn't lose her legs at all. Like they look great. We, got up so. to, uh, we almost got up to two hours. We were at a uh, hour and fifty minutes a day, and uh, we were on no carb for uh, like the last three four weeks. Holy! But shit. there were some there were some high days tossed in there, um, like refeeds. But um, base diet was was low. Yeah. Lower than I wanted to be at the end. Yeah, but hey, man, it works. So, no, good job, man. That looks really good. Appreciate mm-hmm. it, my man. Yeah. yeah. How long has she been uh, lifting for? Like you said, you've been working she competed with her for years. Back in, she's military. So, okay. I mean, they kind of always lift. And she competed back in 2017. She was self-coached. Um, she had her kids. And then... When she came to me, I think she had mentioned today was like when she came to me last December, she was trying to do a prep with another coach who was very irresponsible with some things. Um, I kind of cleaned that up, uh, but she was in the worst shape of her. She said it was the worst shape of her life that she's ever been in. Um, And we kind of cleaned it up a little bit. And then she decided she wanted to prep and we kind of got into a really hard. That's where I thought when I was we were getting stalled. I thought she was just kind of her body was just like, hey, we need a break because. We or the first prep was not easy. She came to me at 16 weeks out and was like, "Hey, I want to compete at this show." And I was like, "We can do it, but it ain't gonna be pretty." And we kind of pulled as hard as we could. Um, got her good, but we pulled another 10 pounds off from that uh, show back in April. Of course, there was a little bit of a break in there in between where I tried to feed up a little bit, but um, competed back in April at uh, 116, and she was 106 at a prep low. Um, she probably went in stage like 108, 109, but um, we got another 10 pounds off of her from that first show. Damn. Yeah. She had a hell of a transformation. I think the, the first post he pushed and it, it, you know, you can always tell when someone is like being pushed too hard by a coach or something like that. Like that first photo that you did, I think of probably last December, <laughs> like, yeah. she looked, like you said, not like she didn't, you know, you say she looked out of shape or he felt out of shape. She didn't look like that. She just looked like she got, she was tired. You know, like you can see the base, you can see the muscle, but that's unfortunate to hear that our previous coach is kind of pushing too far deep. And before he got on, we were talking about city coaches, but they're, they're out well, there. They weren't, uh, I don't even think he was hammering her too hard. I mean, he, he, he has a very hard training style. I do know that, but, uh, uh, it was the, uh, the drugs where she had never, oh, run, yeah. uh, she had never run a cycle before in her life and was on 30 milligrams of Anivar. Oh yeah. That's, yeah. So 
uh, she came to me and she told me that. And I was like, she is pretty muscular. So I was like, oh, maybe she she's worked up to this and she thinks this is good. And she's like, I've never run a cycle in my life. And I was like, oh, fuck me. <laughs> We're going to take yeah. that away. <laughs> well, and that's what I was kind of I was trying to lean to without saying drugs. But like, you can always tell when like someone like when I was taking too much, it's like you can look at your body and the body just starts rejecting it. And you can yeah. just kind of see it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, well, no. no, good job, man. I can't say it enough. So, appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. Yep. Yep. I thought she looked great. I thought her coach thank looked you, good too, but you know, nobody talks about the coach. <laughs> I know. I try my best to look pretty out there. I can't keep up with Zach, though. He, he has that monikered, man. Um, what do you have? Do you have anybody else early next year here? Um, I think I count. I think I, I mean, if everyone makes it, I have, I have a few first timers that uh, it's more like a bucket list thing. Um, but I think we'll have like eight to ten or so next year. Fuck yeah, dude! Right on. Yeah, stall it and then Scott, you got you got a bunch of people for Empire, right? That's what you're working on right now. Yeah, I've got six people for Empire and Emerald. Um, and then right now, three people for the fall. Okay. Um, so, yeah, about eight people for the year. If everyone goes through. Right now, the six people in prep, is uh, they're all obviously going through. We're like 19 weeks out. So it's Taylor, who's this is her second show. And then Christy, her first show with me, but second show overall. David, he switched from being a powerlifter to a bodybuilder. And he's taken to it really well. Um, he was going to do classic, but he's probably, we're going to probably do like welterweight bodybuilding for him. Like he's going to get pretty small. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's going to be, he's, he has really good shape. And then Nicole, she's my first time, uh, master's bikini who's she's, she's the one with abs, Alex. I've showed you her. Like she's like 50 oh, yeah. with like shredded abs. Um, nice. and then, and then Leslie who she competed like, like 10 years ago. Um, and she's friends with Una. And so Una kind of inspired her to compete. So she's competing. And then that guy I sent you yesterday, Alex, that 19 year old men's physique dude that mm-hmm. like we started. So Kyle started prep with him last week. I've been working with him for like three, four five months and like pushing up his food. Mm-hmm. And last week I cardio, like first little bit of prep, you know, you up cardio a little bit, maybe adjust yeah. food like that, that much. And he lost five pounds in a week. And I was like, okay, so we're going to start doing high days here. And we're just going to like really make sure we don't just like crash you into the fucking ground. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, it was, it was literally like a tiny lever pull. It was like, okay, 20 minutes of cardio, a little bit less food. And it was just like, yep, five pounds. I was like, holy fuck, dude. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's good, man. That's, that's exactly what you fucking want right there. Good for that kid. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I'm really excited for all of them, and it's it's really fun. It's gonna be it's gonna be a stressful one because they're all doing the same show, but it'll be good. Yeah, it'll be it's fun for you. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, dude. The, I had my last show. I had uh, so I had Danny. So Danny's the owner of my gym, and she's a pro. Um, she's she didn't compete for like ten years, and then we did her show back in September, August, September, and I burned i think 5500 calories that day because i was so stressed the fuck out like my heart rate was like my heart rate was like 130 140 for the whole day 
because I was just like, I was just, it was just one person, but I was so stressed because it was like a pro show. And I was like, I don't feel like I should be here. And I'm like backstage and all these chicks are fucking massive. And I'm just <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know if I should be here. I don't know if I should be here. And it turned out okay. But yeah, I, uh, and then the last show I coached with uh, Una and Lee, I, like that was just a long day because Lee was in figure and then Una was at Bikini D. And that was like three, four hours of pre-judging. And then finals was like three or four hours. And I was just like exhausted. So I'm sure the six days or six people will be super fun. And it'll be two shows back to oh, back. Yeah. yeah, it'll be, I'll be, I'll be losing like 50 pounds that weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I also, I suck at eating when I'm coaching. I'm, I'm not good at eating. Yeah. I, Priorities. I just take... I take protein bars and try to remember to at least grab one of those. Yeah, I got, I, uh, I do that. I got so used to eating at work and stuff that I just keep it all with me and like I don't need it warm. I just eat it. And like yeah. if I don't eat, like I I'm not gonna be worth the shit to anyone. Well, it's when I it's I think part of it is my like uh when I get amped up or stressed, my appetite goes to absolute sh- like. Some people get like hungry and they're like, I stress eat. I'm like, I don't want to eat. I don't want to look at food. Fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> it was so funny. The last show I was backstage and I had one of my meals and I was with my bikini client and it was all these like emaciated looking bikini chicks. And I'm just sitting there with my beard housing like a giant chicken and rice while they're all like, I, I don't want to eat too much of a rice cake right now. And like, I'm shoving <laughs> food into my client and like all the, you know, the bikini thing, the, the classic coach thing is like, just don't eat and just get on stage. And I was like, Nope, like eat. It's fine. And then I'm sitting there housing food. And, uh, I, yeah, all these bikini girls are just like this small, like in the corner with their blankets and everything. It's a good time. Thinking of different ways <laughs> to shank you in the corner with their heels and shit. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I did find In and Out, Alex. I had to. I had to make sure that it was good. Did you get the four by four? Like I told you, no, I, I didn't see it on oh, the menu, and I got nervous. Oh my god! I, I got nervous. I well, okay. Let's preface this with they wanted to go for Italian, so I had already had a pizza and like picked it some garlic knots. <laughs> I had already eaten a good bit of food. Okay, <laughs> and we were on the way home, and I was like. All right, I can't leave Texas and not get In and Out or Whataburger. So we stopped, and I just got a double double with, of course, no veggies. And then I had to try the fries too. So I got those. <laughs> okay, so you just but I didn't out. get. Did I almost got it? Whataburger on the flight. Oh, huh? so you didn't even get Whataburger either? I got In and Out, but I didn't. I almost got it before the flight, but I had a huge like barbecue plate like right before I got to the airport, and I wasn't hungry. So mm, okay. I uh, sympathy what, ate with the competitors. <laughs> uh, what'd you What'd you think of In and Out? It's really good. Um, I think I'd give the nod to to like Culver's over them for like fast food burger. Really? Um, I think yeah, yeah. Um, I think quality of pat like In and Out was good. Yeah. And I don't know if it was just mine, but my fries were salty as fuck. And so, like, the burger, I was yeah. like, okay, this is kind of like a salt lick. Like, even with the sauce, I thought it was, like, overly salted. So, it yeah. was good. 
I housed the whole thing. I didn't stop eating it. <laughs> but, <laughs> don't get me wrong. Don't, I finished the meal. It was I finished. <laughs> it was just a little saltier than I probably like my burgers. So I've got to give the nod to like Culver's. Five guys might still be, if you could count five guys as fast food, might be the goat. Dude, okay. All right. I, it's, I can't, I, I want to trust your opinion on that, dude, but like the four by four will change your life, man. I, and I didn't see it on the menu and I panicked and I was it's already kind of full. They got like the secret menu shit. Yeah, I didn't see animal style either, so I got nervous and didn't order that. <laughs> That's okay. I'll teach you one day how to, how to get to 400 pounds, baby. I, well, I want to do like, uh, I don't know if you guys saw, Ian did a video of like, uh, he ate 10 chicken sandwiches, like spicy chicken sandwiches from 10 different places. Yep. And of course he felt sick, but I want to be the fat guy that tries 10 different burgers, like from 10 different places. But I feel like you got to do it in like Texas where they've got like Whataburger in and out mm-hmm. or something like that. I'm yeah, in for that job. Yeah, I'm in. Rate them all. Yeah, I'm in. It sucks though because like the first one or the first couple you'd eat, you'd, you'd have a quality rating. But then by like the seventh or eighth one, you'd be like, I don't know. I don't know about this anymore. I watched his video. He did it right. He, so he did, he opened all 10 did a bite of every single one and then put them in line first to worst and then he he like strategically chose like okay i'm gonna start with the middle burgers then work my way towards like an end burger and then have a really good burger towards the end like he had a strategy for it but uh the rating was fair because he did one bite from each burger before he got into the challenge got it well he did chicken i think we should do it like a full day so we like just go about our day as normal, but we wake up at eight o'clock, have our first burger, <laughs> go through the day, like go to the gym, have a burger, you know, <laughs> work out, have a burger. Then we like, well, hey, we'll go on a walk in a park, have a burger. Like, I like it. Awesome. It's a day of have a heart attack. Have a heart attack. Go to the hospital. Have a burger. <laughs> Leave the hospital. Have a stroke. A heart attack has to burn <laughs> some calories. It's the, isn't that the family the Family Guy episode where he has a stroke? The, you know, when Peter has a stroke, yeah. I remember when he has a stroke, but I don't remember what caused the stroke. A bunch of burgers, dude. He had he had yeah. like freaking thirty burgers or some shit because he had a mustache and he went went into this. Because the fucking McBurger Town was on fire. I watched too much Family Guy. He gets free burgers <laughs> for life. And then he ha- he houses like 30 fucking burgers and he just he just has a fucking stroke. Mm. I'm trying to remember. Yes. I remember the yeah. part what of the episode. See, season eight. How much you guys want to bet? I'm gonna look this up. Oh, wow. Alex, if you're right on that, that's fucking awesome. I feel like it was earlier than that, to be honest. I feel like I'm going to guess season four. The best episode is the Stewie steroid episode. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm just messing my... with you, man. <laughs> uh, I was season six. Fuck. That was close. Uh, 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 damn. Lost all your credibility. Uh, it's fucked. And you call yourself a fan. And. And I thought I could meme. What a liar. Mm-hmm. 
Sorry, guys. I'm a failure. I lose weight on Thanksgiving. I don't know my fucking Family Guy episodes. It's fucking bullshit. Yeah, let's just turn let's just turn this into Alex's uh, group therapy real quick. Don't know what don't know what Christmas tree cakes are. Like this can go on and on. Yeah, you're right. Tra- Tragic. I, I'm gonna look for those at the store next time I go, and I'm gonna send you a picture, and then see if they have them. Zach did remind me how delightful they were. I really I was- need to. I really need to know if you guys have them there. Like I'm curious now. I have them for sure. Yeah, I've never seen them until we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. Dude, if, if I didn't see them back in Washington, I'm sure shit not seeing them in the middle of fucking Billings, Montana, dude. It's Little yeah. Debbie. Little Debbie goes everywhere. Hey. Yeah, but like, okay, you're saying like they're they're in like the middle of the store with like just all the other like regular baked goods and shit. No, right Isn't now they're on like end caps. Like, here's all the Christmas yeah. shit. There should be a cardboard yeah. cardboard pop-up. Yes. With all the flavors. I'll go, I'll, like go I'll, I'll go look for it, but I'm just saying. I ain't got yeah, shit. You better look it up see if it's up there, see if it's there. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna see I was gonna I was gonna look it up on uh Fred Meyer and see if see if it's on there. Dude, if Fred Meyer doesn't have it, just, just give up. Fred Meyer's got everything. What do you guys think of uh, Uncrustables? <laughs> I know Mike Van Wick's on a kick, and they are delicious. I know. <laughs> That's why I'd be fat as a house. I'm cool with them. I haven't had a bad one yet. I already feel like a fat shit right now, so you better what go get some of it. Yeah, I bet you do. Let's have a yeah. and bomb of pork before I hop on an airplane and fly halfway across the country. <laughs> <laughs> That's if it's in a constellation outside of airport, like the uh, snacks that Southwest gives you, I haven't had a meal since like 11 o'clock today. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're so bloated. <laughs> yeah, exactly what it is. <laughs> Don't talk to me like you made a choice for goodness. <laughs> no, I did. <laughs> 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 the only choice I made of goodness I made is I was like, I should get Whataburger before I get on this plane. And then I was like, don't do it. Don't be that fat. <laughs> I would have walked down that barbecue real well, dude. Would have soaked up all the grease for you. Just shoved it right down. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, you know it'd go better with these meat sweats? More meat. Um, okay, but I, I shit you not, I swear to God, In-N-Out tastes exactly like Whataburger, so I really don't think you missed all that much. A lot mm. of people disagree it with was, me on that, but... The salt was where it got me. That was where I was... I was... Oh, goodbye, Kyle. Oh, <laughs> bye, Kyle. Bye. Salt really did get him, dude. Yeah, salt. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'm going to text Brett, make sure he's not having a seizure or a stroke. <laughs> I just uh, I just bought some of the Christmas. I bought some of the Christmas tree uh, cakes <laughs> yes. on, on, on on Amazon. <laughs> on Amazon. I bought. I hope I like them because three boxes of five, so a total of fifteen cakes. Oh, you'll like them. Yes, sweet. I, I, what did I buy, honey? I bought. I bought. I bought uh, Christmas tree cakes. 
Have you ever heard of them? Well, uh, Zach here was telling me about Christmas tree cakes, and we don't have them here. And they have them down there, and apparently they're really good. So I bought some on Amazon. We can make cake pops. We can make cake pops. Ooh. Yeah. I assure you yeah. that if you don't like them normal and you make them with cake pops, you will like them. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Geo, buddy, I love you, but can you, like, all? He's all. Oh, my God. Yeah. So. Zach, do you have anyone competing next year? Uh, as of right now, I've got one, two, three, four, five, maybe a couple, might, maybe six. That's it. Maybe, I don't know. Or seven, oh, there's more. Yeah, I think speak a bit next year. Um, yeah. Probably put, we're going to see how my young phenom does here first of the year. And then we may go to Junior USA, see if we can't uh, make something happen there. Um, I've got an older guy that's wanted to do Masters Nationals. I got a guy that's doing who's probably do bodybuilding unless he can't unless he keeps training like a girl and I'll make him do physique. Um <laughs> and I've got a natty boy that's I'll probably do this year. Um I think I had two girls. Just and then I got another classic guy. Um, so should have a few, should be good. Should be good. It was it, like it's enough that I'm like questioning whether I'm gonna try and diet next year. So Ooh. I about it. Like I got like I'm kind of big dumb. I'm starting, I went back on my own and rebranding everything, getting a website and stuff. So I've got that on my plate this next year too. So Hopefully, I do have a bunch of people compete and they do well. So, be good. Awesome. Oh yeah. Yes, and I think if I have a lot of people compete, then maybe I won't want to spend money to compete. So, but I don't know. I still kind of want to. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I did. I did do something really cool today. So. Matt has doing 15 to 20 minutes of hit cardio and he told me I can just kind of do whatever I want to. So I do like hit cardio with weights, functional type stuff. So today I did a one up to 10 and then back down to one of deadlifts at 225 and burpee bar overs. So I did one and then one and then two and then two. All the way up to 10 and one in 20 minutes and 32 seconds. Disgusting. <laughs> oh my God. I've been starving. Starving ever since. <laughs> so do you guys do you guys ever do like uh like firefighter workouts at all? Like your crew? Like do you guys bunk up and do workouts at all? I do. I do a good bit. 
um, especially in the summertime, which they don't like us doing in the summertime, but I completely uh, disagree with that motto because uh, that's the time you should do it the most because you're hot and um, you have to get used to that heat. Um, But yeah, I don't, I would say in the wintertime, I'm like, I do less, um, but uh, I do a good bit, whether it's just simply like, so last shift, last shift, I, I geared up and what did I do? So I did, I rode the bike for five minutes. I flipped a tire and then did 20 sledge hits and then ran around with a high rise pack. So I ran like, it was like, it was like 300 meter, 200, 300 meters. Like I did like this big loop around our station. I don't think it was a quarter mile. But I did five five rounds of that. Um, and so, like, it just, I'm a big believer that, like, you have to be in your gear to, like, be comfortable in it. Um, but I feel like you can get some of that same motion or notion just learning how to be uncomfortable. Because if you can be comfortably uncomfortable, like, you'll be okay in your gear. Um, yeah. Like, because that's where it all comes down to. Like, it sucks. It weighs a lot and it's heavy and it's a sauna suit. Like, but if you can be uncomfortable with your mind telling you that you don't want to be be here, like if you can be comfortable in that mindset, then you're okay. And but some people have to get in their gear to get get that. And so I try to push people to, but I don't know how it was out there, but sometimes just like pulling teeth. So like. I don't know. Some people I can, some people I can't. I'm with Ryan today, like the mustache man, and he owns a CrossFit gym. So we're always doing, we're doing something, you know, always, it's always something on shift. Like his wife will come up here and we'll all three train or, you know, something to, to stay moving. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm a huge advocate for it just because people don't want to get in it. And like, just like, that's like that's when the game time is like you need to be able to be okay in it yeah i was lucky especially when i was at marysville they had a really good workout culture there like they had a bunch of crossfit dudes and just a bunch of dudes that really wanted to get after it sometimes the workouts were almost like too much like yeah <laughs> like they were like fucking wild and especially like there was a few times when i was in prep and you know me being the younger guy but i'd be like hey like i'm trying to explain this prep thing i can't just be doing that they'd be like well, what if we get a fire? What are you going to say then? I'm like, oh, fuck, you got me there. Like, and so that well, obviously I'm going to do it then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, or like when that was when I was like 290 before, like, obviously when I wasn't prep, when I was like kind of fat bulking and like, you know, the gear's heavy plus the pack and like trying to move around with mm-hmm. like 50 pounds of shit and like, yeah. we would do like a bottle workout. And so, like, once you're done with your bottle, you're done. I would yeah. house that thing in like 10 minutes. I'm fucking done. Yep. No. And it's like the wildest thing is like, cause I always, I've been an athlete, like I'm quote unquote athlete, like most of my life, but like, you know, I've always, you know, fluctuated up and down in weight, but like even playing baseball, like I never felt like heavy even in like a heavier weight, like I just could smash the ball. Um, But like in gear, like I feel like I try to train like an athlete, but 
I can tell like night and day differences in five or 10 pounds one way or the other. Like if I'm down five pounds, I feel like I got springs in my shoes. It's crazy. Like just the a little bit of difference that that makes. Like when you start getting heavy, like if I'm in a bulk and I'm really trying to push weight up, like 250 in a gear, oh my God, it is miserable. I hate it. You know, like it, it's, it's just, it was, I think once I started figuring out like how much big of a difference it made, it was just wild to me. And maybe it's because it's the added weight or maybe because it's, you know, hot and, you know, or your joints just don't move as well. I don't know. But like, it's cataclysmic, like what 10 pounds does in your gear. Yeah, for sure. And I, I wish people had more of a culture like that. I, I'm I'm jealous of that. Like, you know, we kind of had that a little bit in my old department, but we did the same. It was kind of the same thing. Like we would go too hard. And like, I actually, we were, me and one of my buddies there, like it was basically like, you go, I go. Like if he would, he'd up one up me and I'd one up him and then I'd one up him and so on and so forth. And like, we got toned to a like full apartment fire in the middle of one of those workouts. And oh my God, I wanted to die. It, we were there for <laughs> 11 hours. It was so bad. Um, but I feel like, you know, like if I wouldn't have been training, like I would have been, you know, if I was bad piece of crap and didn't train at all, like I'm sure it would have been just as bad, if not worse than if I was training, you know, I, yeah. but maybe I'm wrong there. Well, and it's crazy to like, not to nerd <laughs> out about firefighting stuff, but like the, the majority of line of duty deaths, I think are heart attacks, right? Like, oh, uh, 80 yeah. something percent. Yeah. Like that's, and obviously you can have a heart attack and be healthy, but you know, obviously the, the probability of you having one, if you're unhealthy is a lot higher and you know, there's tons of people that either die within 24 hours of their shift or they get toned out to a call and that little adrenaline dump, like their heart just goes. So I, I think it's, I think the workout culture and firefighting needs to be definitely a big part of it. Yeah. Cause those guys, they have it here. Like, it's not yeah. the question of that. Like I'd, I'd be willing to bet that, you know, majority of people on shift that even don't do a lot of stuff, they're they're here. They got it. Like it, it's a as a lot of it's mental, but like if you can't go where you thought you could, you know, or where you went five years ago because you haven't been there since then, that's where it all comes down to. Freaking yeah. Marxists explode. Yeah, but I, I was Alex, gonna say just being uh, two fifty. Sorry, I was gonna say just being 250 in general already fucking sucks, let alone with all the fucking gear on. So yeah, because I mean at that point, you know, you've got you're weighing 310. Mm-hmm. You're weighing 310 in gear. Like yeah. some of us are trying to get there, but <laughs> like yeah, yeah. <laughs> still want to be 300 pounds. <laughs> yeah. What are you saying, Scott? Well, that's what I was going to say when he was like, you know, I've always been lighter. Even when I'm heavier, I feel light on my feet. I was like, what do you feel about that, Alex? Because I've always felt fucking heavy no matter what weight I'm at. <laughs> and I'm sure you might be the same being an offensive lineman, but I've always felt heavy no matter what. Yeah, fuck. I was going to say probably, probably the majority of my life, I don't know about yours too, but it's like we've probably been over 250, 260 for like, a long fucking time 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so the, the only times I've been below that have been when I've been in a bodybuilding press. Other than that, I'm always I've been above 250 my adult life. Right. So it's like you guys are because you, you're six, Scott. You're six five. No, yeah, I'm tall. So it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Alex, how tall are you? Six three on a good day. Depends how compressed I, mean, I got, am. <laughs> you got three inches, you know, or three and a half inches on me at least, and Scott's got six and a half. Christ, I don't want to meet Scott anymore. And <laughs> <laughs> like, so I mean, yeah, but I don't. I like. A lot of it's probably my mind. Like I was so fat when I was younger. Like I was, so I was like five eleven, six foot, and I was two thirty five, two forty five, two two thirty five, two forty going into my senior year or going into my junior year of high school. Or sorry, getting out of my junior year of high school. When I graduated, I was one forty eight. One forty eight. Yeah, like that Holy was a shit. Yeah, I Damn. I lost I lost about eighty pounds from the end of school as a junior to the start of school as a senior. I came back. Holy shit! I was I was like one Yep. And <clears throat> from that point on, like I made it. Like I wanted to be athletic and I wanted to be good at everything. And so, like I've always tried to keep something, even through bodybuilding. I've always tried to keep something in to help me do that, whether it's been firefighting or I played softball like for a long time and or some sort of team sport, basketball, something like that I've always tried to keep something in to stay athletic because I was a kid that couldn't do a pull up. I couldn't do a push up. I couldn't do a dip like through my entire like adolescent. Like I couldn't do anything. And then like. I become obsessed with it and anorexic and running 40 miles a week and like all kinds of stuff like that. So like I went all the way the other way. And then that's why bodybuilding is such a great fit for me because it fits right in my body dysmorphia. And, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so like I went from that life and once I got there and was like, I literally for three years, I did pull-ups every day as many as i could do every day because i never not wanted to not be able to do a pull-up again like, <laughs> i was i was a little mess in the head for a little while but eh, probably still am you see but where you yeah. fucked up you should have called yourself an offensive lineman and then you could have called yourself athletic and then all, all your problems would have been fine <laughs> well i wasn't i was a fat pussy like i couldn't do it <laughs> <laughs> i was not like i was so bad like so bad like, it was i had this like change of headspace when i lost when i lost all that weight like i went from being like the friend zone like no confidence hating myself afraid of everything everything to literally ain't care i ain't care about nothing and like it was like it was a wild transformation. Like I was full on fuck it, and like had like, a, an invincibility complex. Like I couldn't. Pretty boy was born. Pretty boy complex. That is not far from the truth. <laughs> so, at what point in that journey did the mustache start to grow? Is the question. <laughs> uh. 
That was way late. Way later. Ah, damn it. Yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't, I'm I'm like, Kyle. I've had a I had a happy trail about this big, about that long <laughs> under my belly button. Okay, until I started oh. taking beer. I couldn't even grow. I had like a beard that would have like holes like everywhere. Like all I did was mutton chops. I had mutton chops like up till I was like 24. <laughs> and so like literally would stop here and then nothing else would grow. And so then I started yep. taking steroids and now I have to shave my back and yeah. everything. <laughs> the only thing I don't want to shave, I have to shave my fucking job. <laughs> <laughs> I was a skinny um, bitch in high school. Oh, gone. Yeah. Yeah. I was athletic, but I could eat, I could house like six pizzas and not put on a pound. It was ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Scott, yeah, Scott and I was, could uh, probably look at a McGriddle and add like 15 pounds to our frame. Like it's fucking not even a thing. It it's really nice until you're like, man, I'm tired of being the skinny kid. And then you're like, I'm gonna eat a fuck ton of food. And then you're like, hmm, I didn't gain any weight. I lost weight. This is great. <laughs> yeah, I took college. To find- College, I, I was broke two hundred pounds in high school. Too. Into college, two hundred. Damn, damn, dude. Six yeah. two. To put that in frame, I'm six two. <laughs> damn. Fuck yeah. So we're all we're we're all pretty tall in here. That's good. Yeah, taller I'm than the just, average guy. I'm the short one. Five <laughs> eleven. <laughs> Five eleven and three quarters. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, he's an angry elf. Zach. <laughs> <laughs> Zach, did you just tell the girls you're six foot? Yes, I tell everyone I'm six foot. Like I'm not going through the because <laughs> I'm five eleven worse. Like, I'm lying about a quarter inch, okay? Like I've lied about a lot of <laughs> things in my life. <laughs> no, because then I'm gonna say five eleven, and then it's not even gonna. It's just gonna come out three quarters, and they're go, "What the fuck is wrong with this guy?" And he obviously has a problem with this. And I just don't. Clearly, <laughs> he has a complex. Yes. <laughs> I'm five eleven, but three quarters. Three, there's three quarters on there. <laughs> Another thing that bodybuilding brought me, I forever thought I was six foot, like right on the dot. And then I started bodybuilding. They're like, hey, let's measure you for classic physique. You're five eleven, three quarters. God dang. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got to do a an inversion table. Yeah. Right. Uh, out. Get that okay. extra weight cap. An extra 10 pounds in a weight cap. Oh, I got to hit mine first, so. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> since, they, since they gave us more weight, so. <laughs> Made me think yeah. about going back. We'll see. My weight cap for my height is like 260 pounds. I couldn't imagine being an amateur classic dude at 260 fucking shredded. 260. Yeah, it's like 260 or maybe if it, yeah, let me look. That's a big boy. I'm I'm 219 now under six foot. Yeah. 
I was only 260 one time in my life, and I was fat. Let me see here. It's either... I know this is great podcast material, me scrolling here, but... At least you got the sex light in the background still going. <laughs> I know. Bro, that uh... gym, that gym I trained at, the the lights like every 10 minutes yeah, well, every light in the damn building would turn red for like two minutes like pure red why and then it would just go back i, I don't know but it would probably be really distracting if you were in the middle of the top set and the lights just all turned red on you or if yeah. they went from red back to white but the literally the entire place turns red and then goes back to white aesthetics that yeah. yeah, if you were doing like a squat or especially like a squat and you're really trying to focus on not getting fucking crushed and then yeah. all of a sudden everything goes fucking red. Yeah. That would, you think your you eyes are know. bleeding? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> especially if you didn't know. Like if you were just like going to train at that gym and you like as a guest pass, you're like, and I guess, you know, you wouldn't be thrown on heavy weight for just, you might be, I don't know. And then all of a sudden it's red. You're like, the fuck is going on? <laughs> I thought there was a red light special. Someone's about to like come out and tell me I won free free workout or something, but it never happened. <laughs> <laughs> so six, five, the weight cap is up to and including 253, which is still really big for an amateur classic dude. Like yeah. I like to be in in contest shape at 253 as an amateur is that's fucking wild to me but yeah yeah that's that's a super heavy that's a super heavyweight bodybuilder yeah yeah Yeah. probably a decent one like that's (laughs) a lot of size Mm -hmm. because you have a six Two three six two, yeah, that's right at around there. It was like 263. Big boy, big fucking boy. Fuck. I was gonna say, how much is like Andrew Jacks? Because he's like what six two? Yeah. I I think Tavish is probably two sixties. I've ever stood next to. Well, I got to go eat here and go to bed. It's getting late in my time. Seven o'clock is bedtime for me. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, you're up late tonight, buddy. I know. I've got to go get my CPAP on. Dude, that thing has been a fucking game changer, by the way. I don't know if any of you guys struggle with sleep or like potential sleep apnea. The last four nights, I've slept better than I've slept in the past year and a half. Fucking awesome. Like, it's it's legit like it's it's a bitch like it's a nose piece i have to tape my mouth shut but it's like i wake up and it's like oh i feel normal and i texted alex i my last few lifts i'm like is this what you guys fucking feel like like this is how lifting is supposed to be like it was cool (laughs) before but like so yeah i'm actually like weirdly excited to go to bed and put on my cpap now as a you get in the mood are you gonna take it off are you just gonna go with it on I was about to say, how's your sex life? <laughs> how's my sex life before or after the CPAP? <laughs> like, I just want to know, do you keep it on? Like, if if 
if it you got your mouth taped shut, it's already in your nose. Like, are you just going at it with the CPAP on? I gotta know. Uh, I I haven't I haven't gotten there yet, but I mean, yeah, because I use I, I, I CPAP pro- sex all the time. Yeah, yeah I, like- I pro- I've done that. I've done that. Um, I haven't done it with the uh, CPAP yet. I think it would be a little freaky for my wife. You need uh, that extra kind of air. Freaky. You need that extra oxygen going right there, dude. You yeah. need to keep that shit on. <laughs> no one cared who yeah. I was. I put on the mask. <laughs> it's a it's a new uh, Pornhub category. CPAP. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna look that up tonight. <laughs> oh yeah. It's just it's just fucking not on the Wi Fi. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. But yeah. So making fun yeah. of a man's breathing disorder. <laughs> yeah, guys. Jeez, no, no. It's a, you know, there's kinks for disabilities. It's fine. I want you. <laughs> hey, I do want this. If you get your blood work done, if you have to go get blood work done here soon, see yeah. what your test levels are compared to what they were last time. Yeah, I'm getting my blood work done in January. Well, and like we talked about, my test levels have been fucked up. So um, I bet they will be higher. Like I, I mean. I already feel stronger in the gym after four days. And I don't even care if that's placebo, but it's just, yeah. So I bet my test is, yeah. So my it's, it's going to be pretty legit. My buddy that worked at the firehouse with me that I helped, I was like, dude, you need to go get on TRT. It was like low 200s, high 100. I think it was like, he had two tests done. And one was like 220. And the other one, the more recent one was like 180. And they put him on test. And so like they put him on at 250. And he came up to like, I think he was like 850, which I mean, a lot better than he was. They put him on a CPAP and they went back and after three months, his test was 2200. Oh, damn. Yes. So, and they like went through this whole thing saying that he was like something about because he was hyper oxygenating his blood that it, it was carrying the the test through a system more more like better I, it was it was i don't know why how they explained it but they there so they you pulled him on the test CPAP? yeah and it was yeah. from the cpap and so they pulled him off test and like simply being off test he's back in the seven eight hundreds damn wow that's awesome yeah it was crazy i i had never heard anything like it and haven't since really but like he showed because I I was like, there's no way. I was like, there's something wrong. And they're like, he said this is actually a thing. And he showed me the, the test results. And I was like, okay, well, I guess I guess you don't need tests anymore. It's fine. But I mean, or you could just stay on and have 2200. That sounds great. <laughs> I like 2200. I like 2200 better. He <laughs> <laughs> was like, I feel great. <laughs> I was like, I bet. I'm sure you I'm actually, sure you do. <laughs> Yeah. Now I want to see. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we'll see. Uh, I'm excited to see what that is. No, I'm excited to see because, like, I monitor my blood glucose once a week. And, like, I think I've talked about here, it's always a little bit high. I'm excited. To, like, it was down 10 points today from last week. Last week, I was like 95. Today, it was like 86, I think, or 85, something like that. Um, so I'm excited. I'm just excited to hopefully be like, oh, I'm sleeping now. Like, it's like Alex with his gut shit, right? Like, oh, I'm actually like processing the food. And for me, it's like now I'm sleeping. I'm excited to kind of see like the difference. Yeah. 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 
Yeah. Uh, speaking of that, I'm gonna I'm gonna get off. I don't know if you guys are staying on, but I'm gonna go to bed. So Atta boy. You get out of here. I probably gotta see you guys soon. Thanks, God. Bye. Hey buddy. Uh it's pretty late for y'all too, isn't it? Yeah. I'm tired. It's 10. It's 10. Well, I mean, fucking Kyle's already in bed, so it's up quick, bro. It's the only spot in my house that's like quiet. So I always just come in here to hide. <laughs> Poor man. It's the only place where there's testosterone in the entire house. There's <laughs> <laughs> some naturally occurring on that band somewhere and then some in the bathroom. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I keep extra in case I need it. <laughs> uh, well, shit, y'all. It's been two hours. Your boy's got to eat again. Yeah, all right. So, well, I right, enjoy. It's been fun as always. Yep. Keep doing the shit. Talks. <laughs> all right. Y'all have a great night. All right. Later. Yeah. Peace. Um...